Yeah. Bring back Yahoo Serious. Right. And we saw him. Oh, you didn't see him. I found him on the internet. He's like 63, and he looks old, man. Oh, yeah. God, you know, I always feel like when you watch an old silent movie, that's usually them joking around in the park, and they probably just shot it like outside the studio in the park. And then when I see movies like this, I go, Jesus Christ, you know? Like, does it really matter where they are? They just do their antics, you know? Right. The scene is in the location. The scene is them doing a stunt, you know? Right, and he did his own stunt there. He rolled out of that tree. I know. Well, thank God he was wearing suspenders or his dick might have fallen out of his pants. Yeah, if, if he has one. So now she has to go for the fitting of her wedding dress, and they're like, oh, I'll see you later. Oh, darn. And she's like, come with us, Naven. And he goes, no, I really need to write home to my parents, you know, my family. They got to write home. Yeah. And it's more of the, uh, he thinks he's making jokes when he's really just being dumb. Now, Mike. Now, it's funny, the butler, yes. Finish your thought, because I got something to show you. The butler looks like the butler from Training Places, 1983. Go ahead, Carl. Oh, yeah. That guy we saw yeah. in uh, uh, School for Sex. Um, okay. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah. here is the weirdest thing ever, okay? All of a sudden, out of the blue, out of nowhere, I've never seen this in a movie ever, it becomes a musical. What about Magnolia when they sing one? Maybe you're right. I never saw uh, it before. What about Meet Me in St. Louis? See, you should never read out loud in front of a homeless person. Right. They will just lean on your shoulder. So he's (laughs) saying, like, every time I'm around her, I get butterflies. I don't understand what's going on. There you go. All the blood rushing. You're not getting gorgeous. Oh, so she's trying to sing. Yeah, and look. The cop is dancing. Hot cop. It's turned into Allentown, the music video by Billy Joel. Oh, there's the aerobics mom. Right. Look, it's a musical now. They ran out of shit to do. You know what I mean? I don't know, man. Uh, this film is long. Uh, you know, we're at uh, the 52nd minute of an hour and a half. I, I don't think they ran out of stuff. Well, I mean, they have to fill out the minute. Did you, have you seen Birds of Prey yet? I guess no. It's available on 123moviefree.free. Mike, we I'm don't like the ch- channel. Birds we of Prey, recommend I see that. Nah, yeah, there's no rush to see it. It's yeah, it's I good and it's bad. It. It's, right. it's, it's empty nihilism selling a product. You know what I mean? Like if, if you go to Hot Topics and they're like, there's an aisle of like, fuck you t-shirts for sale. Yeah. That's basically what it is. Okay. It's, just, it's fan service for people who love watching Warner Brother cartoons and reading Warner Brother uh, DC comics. And it's funny, but at one point, uh, 
uh, Harlequin is getting the shit kicked out of her as she detaches herself and she starts fantasizing she's Marilyn Monroe in Gentleman's Prefer Blonde. Uh-huh. And there's, like, no reason. Just, there's, like, she fantasizes a musical number. Like, oh, you know, yeah, and they uh, were out of stuff to do. <laughs> yeah. Wow, this music is going on. Now, I know that she's got to be some old Broadway person, but I... All of them are. Yeah. He really did that stumble. Yeah. He rolled down a hill and went into the car. Right. This is clearly him. It's not a stunt person. Yeah. Commercial. The camera was on the... We'll be back. ABC Movie of the Week returns. The Jerk 2. Yep. NBC, Universal Television Productions. The production company was called 40 Share Productions. You know what they were shooting for. Yeah, 40 Share. Yeah. Did they get it? Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't think yeah. so. So now he's well, impressing was... them with card tricks. Oh, yeah, as one does. NBC was king of comedy back in the 80s, right? You had your Punky, you had your Punky Booster, you had Booster. your... Uh, right. Your... your your Cosby, your Thursday night lineup, your Cheers, your Hill Street Blues, hysterical shows. Must see. Night Rider. You said all no, these. No, that was the nineties, including Hill Street Blues. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's on uh, TV as well. Nothing like uh, kicking back and watching a full season of Hill Street Blues. Let's tell you. You couldn't you couldn't uh, binge watch back then, and that's a good thing. No, oh, those shows are long. An hour of Hill Street Blues, like there's 15 different things that happen. You know, it takes okay. forever. Count, the count will be humiliated here. He's making an egg disappear. Yeah. And and he has to say something embarrassing. He goes. Ahem. <laughs> I don't even know what's going on. The eggs in his pocket. <laughs> Embarrassing. Oh no, that's my phony military uniform. You're right. Props gave it to me before I got on stage. Jumping a chimney up at a chimney. You, should, you would get arrested for defacing a military uniform like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, in Bosnia. Now that guy is from. Like... That guy is uh, from. Uh, uh, Burt Reynolds in um, uh, Smokey and the Bandit. Oh, nice. He must have liked the fact that he was just sitting down and not in a truck. Yeah, it was a bit of a stretch for him. His name is Dudley. It's Pat McCormick. He was in Smokey and the Bandit. He was in Under the Rainbow. He was in History of the World Part One. He was in a million TV shows. He's that. He's tall and he's comedic and he does a good job. Right. Yeah, no, he pulls it well. Can you please pass the jelly? Right. That's <laughs> stuff. And they're amazed, you know, he goes, 
My family, there were six of us, but uh, there's only five now. And the mother's like, I'm sorry. And he goes, what are you sorry for? That you lost someone. He goes, I'm not lost. I'm just not with them now. And the butler cracks up. Oh, my God. That joke needs crib notes. I I didn't figure out, you know, I think I explained that one. Bit of a stretch. So he's got he's got a picture of his family. So he's innocently okay, here we go. sit around. Now Maria's like, oh, look it. how grown, how big Harold's gotten. So every person who sees uh, it is like shocked. Oh, including the the Prince of Monaco. Yeah. I always knew that was a well, Watch dessert. this reaction. Watch this reaction. <laughs> now watch what the oh, dad will yeah. do when he sees it. <laughs> Josh right. Ew, what is that, pate? So he is kicked out. But we don't right. ever get explained why. You're probably just sick of his shit. No. It was racism. And he's like, what about Marie? And the butler's like, I'll look after her for you, sir. You know, and he's defeated and walks off. And Marco's happy. That guy's gone. Yeah, thank God that pen pal's gone. Now I can marry my girl. Right. Yeah. But look at Marie. She's crying. And see what the director does with the rain? Right, so you can see it from the window, so it looks like you can see the tears. Uh, hey, look, it is Jeannie. Check it out. Check out Jeannie. Hey, look, it is Jeannie dancing to a bunch of hobos. That, so they're doing the hobo style where they got to open cookout in the, in the suite. That's right. He's at the presidential suite, just like he said. Yeah. And this look, guy's not having it. having a hobo meal. Right? Hot yeah, that sounds good. They got the start now. Right. In the hotel room, yeah. they got an open flame. Well, it's sterno, man. It adds flavor to the hot dogs. You can really taste it. Hey, look. I am Genie. Check it out. I am Genie. Major and I'm dancing. <laughs> Now that I struck out. Even, but Naven's all bummed out. Yeah. Wow, he got caught in the rain. That guy has a chest, man. You can see his pecs popping out of that wet shirt of his. Yeah. The jerk is built, is ripped. I love that guy, man. It's, he's not just my favorite Martian, you know? He was a good comedian. Oh, no, he's much more than that. That movie we saw him in, it was going to be uh, What's-His-Name, who plays against uh, Walter Matthau all the time. Jack Lemmon was going to be the star. Oh, of Kissing like Stupid. Three stars they went through before they finally, uh, you know, arrived at Ray, and he did a good job. He did a great job. He, he was a little too believable. That's the problem about that movie. It's a little too skeevy. Yeah. Because he, he, 
He offers his wife to sleep with uh, Dino, Tony. right? No, what was it, Tony? Uh, Dean Martin. Dean Martin. That's who it was. Yeah, yeah. He played. A, he played a lounge singer named Dino, and Dino is driving from Las Vegas to L.A. and he passes Ray Winstone's town. Ray is a songwriter, so he says, "Listen, if you perform my song, I'll let you sleep with a prostitute." And he's like, "Honey." Pretend you're a prostitute and sleep with Dino. Trust no, me. The, uh, no, I'll let you sleep with my wife. And so he goes to a prostitute and says, pretend you're my wife. Ah, well, my movie version's better. It yeah, is. right. So the prostitute, she's Kim Novak. Wait, is Kim Novak the wife or the prostitute? I forget. Kim Novak was the wife who's re the real-life wife of um, Jack Lemmon. And I really like the prostitute lady because her her Jersey accent, as you remember. Yeah, that's right. Listen, I saw that movie. They showed it at the Roxy in the nineties. It was very rare to back then. It wasn't on YouTube. You had to actually see it at a revival house. Right. And I was with a friend of mine, and Kim Novak walks by, and my friend goes, "Man, you could bounce a quarter off that ass." <laughs> so that's the one. <laughs> right? Was she? She could hurt here. Well, no, she was talking about Kim, he was talking about Kim Novak on the screen. Oh, okay. Like, from the, from the 1960 movie. I was like, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. So they're like, let's oh, fuck Naven, basically, by letting him sleep with the belly dancer. And so the belly dancer makes their moves, and he goes, I can't sleep with you. I love Marie. And so the belly dancer says, well, if you love Marie, you got to climb the tallest mountain. you got to swim the deepest ocean. Go get her. So that's what he's doing. He's he's off to get his girl, and uh, Ray will assist him. So he's not going to make a billion dollars with a little thing you put on your glasses that makes everyone go uh, cross-eyed. The win here is marrying, is falling in love with Marie. Is is getting Marie to not get married. Yeah, he's a prince, dude. Give it up. It really isn't the jerk. I mean, it's it's a boy who leaves his home to seek his fortune. That's as much of the jerk as as we get. The first one. Yeah, the first jerk started that way, but did not. I mean, he had no special abilities. His dog was named Shithead. You know, he didn't. He wasn't a great card player. Uh, you know. Well, you know what's funny is like. Uh... Yeah, we were talking about when they show theatrically released movies on network television back in the day. They would say that it's been edited for content. Right. And they, when they showed The Jerk on, on network TV, which I believe was the first time I saw it, I do remember the shit in Shinola that wasn't there. Oh. And that the guy goes, don't call that dog hero. Call him stupid. Right. Oh, okay. I remember seeing The Jerk so on TV. Called... I remember that. Yeah. The dog was called stupid, and for the longest time, I thought that was it. So it's one of those things when you see it kind of for television, if you still do, uh, and then when you see the actual movie, you're like, whoa, they said shithead. Yeah. So Do the Right Thing was on TV. Instead of motherfucker, they kept saying Mickey Ficky. That doesn't make any sense. You know, the same impact is they could just, like, uh, mute the word, right? They don't, you know. Right. Much smarter. And that way you know what they're meant to say, and it's just not aired. 
Well, it's that whole, like, airplane version. Remember that? Like, movies had to have an airplane version so they could show the movie on the airplane. Oh, Because yes. back then, you didn't have a screen in front of you. You had one screen that they, you know, they put that, this in, and right. you pay money for a headphone, and you can watch The Jerk. And to make sure that everyone in the airplane doesn't get offended, they had to edit out all the, the dirt and raunchiness. Oh, wow, it really looks like she's doing exercise. Right, and it's because the that dad's is... at the door. Uh, I gotta go. What other Steve Martin movies would make good TV movies? Uh, okay, so TV sucks, so I gotta say like that what is it, House of Twelve? You know, when he's got like twelve kids. <laughs> you know, we we featured that on the film uh, on the show because Cheaper by the Dozen, yeah. which was a shitty movie from the sixties and a book from the sixties, and his version. Oh, I think even before that, but that came out on Christmas Day. Cheaper <laughs> uh, right. by the Dozen and Cheaper by the Dozen Two came out on Christmas Day the following year. Oh. Hmm, interesting. A double loser. Interesting. I like uh, we can't wait to write that. Um, Goldie Hawn, um, and it was all full of lies, but uh, no, that wouldn't have been a good TV show. I don't know. This wouldn't have been a good TV show either. It's, I'm glad it didn't get made. Yeah, me too. Well, he did Father of the Bride. Like, he, he was in a lot of remakes of movies that were popular back in the day, and they were pieces of shit. Yeah, and I and just gotta say Panther, that um, that um, the Pink Panther was a horrible choice for him. Um, the thing yeah. is that we know we know Steve Martin too well to have suspended disbelief and believe that he was. They really needed an unknown for that. Let me just say that um, sometimes things aren't broken, so you shouldn't fix them. I I don't think they should have ever made a remake of. Uh, Pink Panther. I think that you know Peter Sellers nailed it. It wasn't the movie; right. it was Peter Sellers. So you know, I'm the biggest well, the Steve fan, but that movie was not for him. So the Pink Panther was originally like a David Niven film, and they put in Peter Sellers as his comic relief, and it, and it blew up. So they said we're going to make a sequel. Sellers said, "Fuck you, no." So Alan Arkin played Professor Inspector Clouseau yeah. in the movie Inspector Clouseau. Suggestion. And then A Shot in the Dark was, you know, especially the second Pierce Sellers movie. But, you know, it was just a different movie, and they threw in Clouseau as a star, right. and it clicked. And then they started doing, like, Strikes Back and Revenge. But when he passed away, I mentioned this on the movie, they did two follow-up uh, uh, Pink Panther movies where they just used Possumus you know, they, they had outtakes and they they uh, yeah. repurposed it into two movies. Yeah. And they had an unknown. Ted Ted Wass from the TV show Soap played like uh, a different bumbling inspector. Right. And it wasn't that great, you know. Oh, it was hard. But then, the Blake Edwards' last movie was Son of the Pink Panther, where they kept it in canon saying that he that Crusoe had an illegitimate ch uh, son who is now a uh, Italian, uh, bumbling Italian inspector, and he's Roberto Bellini. And that's how they uh, continued the series. Like, he still kept it grounded. 
And at the end of Sun, it's revealed that Cousteau had a daughter who's also uh, clumsy. And that's how the film ends. Yeah. And then with, with C. Martin, they said, fuck it, let's just reboot it. There's no, we don't need to follow any trails, you know. No, we we'll just do We it. don't have to do it again. And you see a lot of movies like that. I mean, sequels in the 80s were like, oh, in Halloween 5, Michael Pleasance meets this person, and Freddy, you know, Nightmare for, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 5, this, with their dream warriors this time. And now movies are like, fuck it. You know the premise? Here it is again. Yeah. Again, you know. <laughs> just reboot. Just they don't have to worry about it. Yeah. I guess so they did that on here. Now, you said Halloween 5, right? Uh, the star we're seeing yeah. right here, Stacey Nelkin, who is Marie Van Buren, she was in Halloween 3, yeah. Season of the Witch. Oh, that's that weird one. That's the one where it was like a, just a standalone horror story. Uh-huh. Check this out. She yeah. was scheduled to be in Blade Runner. She was cast as Mary, who is one of the six Nexus 6 replicants from Offworld and comes to Earth. But the budget yeah. constraints cut all of those guys from the film. And we just started, we ended up seeing Daryl Hannah and the other two guys. Um, Rucker Howard and Patty right. and uh, some other shit. Yeah. So, but the only thing good about her, she was in Up the Academy. Which I saw in the theater with Boris Koba and his mom. Mad Magazine's trying to be National Lampoon. Yeah, that is directed by Robert Downey Sr. Right, it's exactly not on YouTube. Right. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we have a friend, Boris Kova, and if he's listening, hi Boris. Meanwhile, I try to write up your full name on this show, but his mom like uh, took us to see this. We were twelve years old, huge Mad Magazine fans, and that movie was bad. Yep. And there was one Terrible. scene. It was a military school, so the military sergeant, what have you, was going, they were going to have a dance, and he can't wait to get laid. And he's there, he's getting dressed, and they have a bulldog there, too. And the guy getting ready, he takes out a condom, and he puts it in his wallet, and he looks at the dog, and the dog looks at him, and he gives the dog a condom, a uh, wrap, wrap, condom, and the dog starts chewing it. Right. Like and I remember Boris's mom's just went, oh. <laughs> what have you I know? done as a parent? Yeah, I still remember that sigh, like, oh. So, yeah, he, we all felt it. The Kolba's family fortune came from that cheese. A Kolba cheese? Years and years, it was great-great-grandpappy Kolba made the cheese. <laughs> okay, so hey, David has been kidnapped, right? He is missing, and so now... He's enlisted, Ray has enlisted all the hobos to go and find him. But Ugly Joe, who says, what's in it for me? And he goes, you're not a hobo, you're a bum. He's giving him an inspirational talk right now. It's really bad. up the music. Oh, come on, Carl. This is torturous. I know. It's so bad. 
I mean, not even <laughs> is here to like at least be stupid for us. So we're basically having a whole setup that they're gonna have to go find Naven and get him to the wedding in time uh, to stop Marie from getting married. Now, never mind that you just money. not get married. Right. I didn't realize this meeting was being held at the donation army. Yeah, that's right. It's right. Um, so this Marie, she was Stacy Nelkin. She was in Chips, A Team, Eight is Enough, uh, Hunter. She had a role in Bullets Over Broadway, the Woody Allen film. Um, yeah. But she is best known for something I don't even know. Bonnie Sue Chisholm in four episodes of the CBS Western miniseries, The Chisholms. Oh, yeah. I was a big fan. I used to chisholm all over myself. Oh, you pervert. <laughs> <laughs> is that chisholm? I hope that's not chisholm. That's what I would say. My parents, when I, they turn on and see me watching TV. Yeah, they got a black light. Is that chisholm? <laughs> is that chisholm on the TV? Yeah, it's a miniseries. Oh, that reminds me of one of my stand-up jokes I purposely did not do in San Francisco. Because you guys are okay. so insensitive. Okay. You know, you've heard of this, uh, like, gender fluid thing. I mean, like, what's the confusion, right? You show me the fluid, I'll tell you the gender. <laughs> no, all, all, uh, uh, you I think... did that. Oh, yeah. Nathan's the open mic at Native's bar would just go fucking ape shit. There was a bunch of jokes yeah, I did that... not tell in San Francisco on purpose because they were just too edgy for you guys. For example, that one, that one, gender fluid joke. There was others. Uh, um, gosh, it's you not. Said, gonna... I'll tell you the San Francisco. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you the jokes that you did do in San Francisco. Oh, I love Asbury. But man, do I hate it. No. Wait. I, I like love this. San Francisco. No, wait. Yeah, but. Oh, I hate Ashbury. I don't think I did that joke no. this time around, right? It was March, just before the COVID stuff. Yeah, it was like the week, the first week of March. It was yeah. it scared the shit out of me all week. Yeah, yeah. Because. I got you hosted an open mic in, in San Francisco and you were like high fiving, shaking hands, hugging, yeah. you know. <laughs> it was early. We didn't know. We didn't know. We knew. But it, it was right before the shit went down. You came and you left, and then the city went officially into lockdown. Yeah. It's a good thing I left when I did, Mike, because I would have been out there, you know, and I would have yeah. been, you know, Staying at a hotel, a divey junkie hotel. I don't know. I'm just glad I got home and I was quarantined here in the mansion. Yeah. Yeah, in the state that has the second worst uh, COVID cases in the city in the country. Well, at least back then, at least the town had 51 cases. Okay, so, and we had no deaths. Okay, my friend uh, Jeff lives in Garfield, and. They had like 300 and so, I mean, they, he personally knows people. I know them too who died from it. Um, oh. Jersey is a hotbed, but where I live, we're in a forest, a little rural here. Um, yeah. 
But the thing is, if I was out in San Francisco, I'm not knocking San Francisco. I'm talking about my life situation. I would have been at that rinky-dink hotel. It was a motel, you know, and that's and I would have had to stay inside that little box. You know what I mean? It. It. I'm just glad mm-hmm. I got home. When you flew back, what was it like at the airplane? Did they were they kind of cognizant? Like it was a like panic mode, or was no, it, was not it like, at all. But, Mike, like when we were out there, you were telling people they should shut down. Uh, it it what it hadn't yeah. hit yet. It wasn't. I mean, in your mind, Mike Spiegelman, it was a pandemic. Yeah. Carl, you just touched your face. Yeah. But the rest of the world was not where you were at <laughs> yet. We had about a week to go. Uh, when I flew I on the airplane, there were no masks, no precautions. Listen, let our audience know that you uh, touched your fingers to your mouth, right? <laughs> Cleaned out the little face, and then touched my phone. <laughs> yeah. And I freaked out. I was like, God damn it. Yeah. Understandable. I, I covered. I, yeah. Okay, we're missing now, this movie. You, you, we're missing this movie. Okay, so. I know. He has been kidnapped, as you can see, and he's just learned the bad news that um, uh, the Count has run out of money, and he's marrying Marie Van Buren for her money, okay? So now he's calling Marie with the pencil. <laughs> Ray is outside pretending that there's they're an ice cream truck. Oh, that's, that's Ray in the clown outfit? Oh, wow. This is definitely a landline. So now Marie's dilemma is, if I stop the wedding, they might do something like kill Naven. So she's going to get through with it. Wham, wham, wham. Boy, talk about buyer's regret. Three years of the marriage, you'd be like, why? I Whatever happened to Naven? Yeah, right. Oh, boy. Sorry, I'm sorry, Carl. How many times have you seen this movie? Because you know what I'm going to say. This is my fifth time. I can't sit through this movie. It's yeah. killing me. It's killing, it's killing me. Now we're revealing to, um, you know, we're revealing that it's Ray, and they're getting in a net. He goes, well, what ice cream do you have? And we got two dopes in a net. Two dopes in a net. What's that? <laughs> it throws it off. <laughs> two dopes in a net. Hey, quit climbing around. Boy, he must miss Smokey and the Bandit, right? Being in that net. <laughs> Smoking the bandit, you know, remember there's like big Enos and little Enos, and it was like, uh, right, he's big, uh, Enos. he is big because I'm saying they're doing the same thing, they they paired him off with a little guy. That's right. Now, when I first saw that guy, I was like, I know that guy, and I thought he was that guy from the James Bond movies. With remember, there's the big guy and the little guy, and they would go around making funny joke but anyway i research found out that he was smoky and the bandit he was yeah. big enos so now right, well, cool. rescued naven and they're off to the wedding 
They're going to do it. Oh, uh, my Applebee's delivery is coming in five minutes, Carl. Oh, okay. Uh, there's only uh, 11 minutes left in this film. Let's see if you can make it. All right. You want to pause? <laughs> uh, no, uh, you can go. When is your delivery coming? You don't know. They got to ring the doorbell, right? Well, there should be no things coming, but uh, uh, according to my phone map, isn't this cool? It's on my street. Ah, gotcha. Not, not there yet. Well, for the yeah. continuity of the movie, we really can't stop. So I understand if you. Uh... Okay. We 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 prepared for this. We knew I ordered Sonic Drive-In to deliver to my house. You said Applebee's. Now look how freaked out Marie is. She does not want to marry this guy. Ugh, the dress is a mess. That's that dress. Say yes to the dress. She did. Uh, gonna get married. Now, uh, I thought it was funny that one of the editors was named Jack Gleason. Because of Jackie Gleason? Oh, Jackie Gleason. Yeah, because I know Jackie Gleason did not edit this movie. That's not the best producer's name. Remember uh, One Day at a Time from the 80s, the 80s version? Sure. There was a producer named Bud Weiser. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, I just. Yeah, right. Well, he was really obnoxious. He would always walk in saying, What's up? Bud. Oh, the hilarity that's ensuing. Listen, I'm with you. I'm done with this film, too. I mean, it's just not a good job uh, at all. And uh, it's not believable. Dumbness. No, we should (laughs) not end it. We can't do that to our audience. So this this guy named Steinberg uh, produced this. And, oh, okay, here's a not funny gag. Uh, The Count is insisting that she she play Here Comes the Bride super fast. Oh, right, yeah, they want to get get it over with. Get her down the aisle. I'm going to take my phone outside. Okay. All right. As you know, I'm here at Mutiny Radio Studios. Right. Okay, I'm going to walk downstairs. Now, ugly Eddie has decided he's not going to be a bum. He's going to be a hobo. So he's helping by uh, uh, getting his father's van, the Trojan Bakery, and they'll they'll pretend that they're catering for the wedding. Ah, but they're actually hobos. They're actually bringing Navin to break up the wedding. With what? Can we drop that idea with the cards? I'm sorry, you're breaking up a little bit. So now the father is walking Marie down the aisle and he's like, cheer up, Marie. And I don't understand why Marie doesn't say, Debbie, they're holding Navin hostage, right? Yeah, I mean, would the father not want his family-in-law to be uh, holding people hostage so they can get married? Well, I mean, the father is all for this because it's going to 
you know, she's going to marry into royalty. It's very good. It's very prestigious for him. Uh, but yeah, I think right. you're right. If he knew that the guy was a crook. Yeah. If my father-in-law said, hey, you know what's funny about the wedding is that we had to abduct your girlfriend, your, your true love, that you would marry our, our daughter. I, oh, yeah, that was hysterical. So now they have to get past the guard convincing them that they're caterers for the wedding and they're saying everything wrong and the joke is the guard goes okay he goes you're a couple of comedians uh, and you know the guard just lets him in thank god well you know what the guard probably realized the movie was ending right and so let's just speed this shit up but the thing is the butler comes and vouches for them and that's what uh here we have the joke of the wedding march is so fast. <laughs> Give me your daughter. Right, Bye. Bye. Okay, uh, mute out if you want. Uh, okay, so now the butler comes and vouches for them, and he knows Navin's going to wreck up this wedding, so he's secretly on their side and takes Navin with him to lead him straight to Marie right away. Nice. Yeah, BRB. Now, a guy named Ziggy Steinberg uh, wrote this thing and produced it. And when he was in college, he wrote stand-up material for David Steinberg, uh, who's not a relation, George Carlin, Carlin and Debbie Reynolds. So he did a lot of stand-up writing. Uh, his first television script was a Mary Tyler Moore e uh, episode. He went on to write for Bob Newhart, uh, and he wrote this. He Not only did he write this sequel, but he wrote a sequel called Porky's Revenge. Um, and he wrote and directed, he actually directed The Boss's Wife uh, for TriStar Pictures. Another thing interesting about this Siggy Steinberg is he wrote and produced... Another You, which was the last time Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor co-starred together in a motion picture. It was Pryor's final starring role. Was so that the one where, like, uh... Came from a good film. Yeah. If you remember, um, Big Enos, like, crashed his car into a chicken coop and got feathers all over him. And as a joke, we just saw an audience of this wedding with a bunch of feathers all stuck to him. It was pretty funny. So many memories. Did the photographer get it? What? Did the wedding photographer get it? Oh, the picture? Yeah. Now they're doing the do, do you take this one? And the joke is, his name is so long. And he goes, just call me Marco. Uh. So at the very last second, of course, Naven will show. Marie's about to say, I do. Here comes Naven on the horse. That's the same horse, right? That is the same exact horse. And, um, you know, 
a la The Graduate. He's breaking up the wedding, and nobody's happy. The mother's fainting for the sixth time in this film. And watch <laughs> will trip will uh, leap over mom. <laughs> Good leap. Oh, there's a wedding cake. Let's see what happens. If there's a wedding cake in a movie, someone will fall into it. That was like a blatant trip, too. I would fire that butler. Now we have more hilarity. Oh, it's a Trojan horse. They Trojan bakery. Just pies. Oh, it is a comedy. A la Bugsy Malone. They're attacking with pies. Wow, another good movie we did. Oh, I should tell you, Carl, one of my favorite things, if you go to Twitter and you, you're reading Scott Bayo's Twitter feed, right? Uh, his body, he lists all, all his movie, uh, his famous roles, and the first one is Bugsy Malone. Yeah, because that's it. like Bugsy Malone, Scott yeah. yeah. But he lists like chronological. He's like, I was first Bugsy, then I was Chachi, and then I was Charles. It was pretty funny. So... Oh, uh, the butler said yeah, three. Right. And Naven is like, where's the steering wheel? And Butler thinks he's making a joke again. <laughs> the worst wedding. Ah, I could hawk that. Yeah, that's right. That and is the key of it. Hawking jewelry. A kiss. See, now oh, they reference his special purpose, you know? It's just not the jerk in any way, yeah. shape, or form. Well, the jerk had no idea what sex was, right? He was all freaking right. out on that. But he got kissed. Produced by Ziggy Steinberg. Thanks, Zig. What a name. Thanks, Ziggy. Yeah, Ziggy and, Ro and Rocco wrote this. And here we have the great credits of a television show. Right. Cut scenes and let it roll. Not even well, cut scenes. That's... Stills from the film. Yeah. Well, this is the part where you go, I remember that scene of the dogs. Yeah. Next up, your local news, followed by Jay, uh, Johnny Carson. Stay tuned. Good night, Johnny. And welcomes Ray Winstone for a post-mortem. On the jerk two, right. Carl. What you think of the jerk jerk two? Horrible, horrible film. Awful, terrible. Yeah, you know what? That's the way I remembered it uh, forty years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have to agree. Thirty years ago, I guess. No, whatever. Years ago. Well, yeah, there it is. That is a piece of pop culture curio, but uh, flaws, uh, just derbis, right? Yes. It's garbage. They made a sequel. Mm -hmm. And YouTube yeah. has it. So God bless you, YouTube. Uh, and that's the jerk, too. I hope you guys enjoyed uh, the show and watching the movie with us. We will be back next week. Every Sunday is our show. Uh, next week, Carl, I don't think I have a trailer prepared, but we're going to watch in 1946's A Night in Casablanca with the three Marx Brothers. Wonderful. We're watching... We're going to riff a Marx Brothers movie. How fucking long is that? Yeah, that is. That doesn't even make just sense. let it play. <laughs> well, 
Well, this is they're kind of older and slower in this movie, and they, they don't really have much to do. But it's cool. It's a curiosity. You know, people don't forget they made this movie. Yeah, everyone knows older movies, even like the hotel one. But everyone keeps forgetting they made this one. Yeah. So we'll be checking out a night in Casablanca. Uh, Carl, where can people find you? Uh, they can go to carlsucks.com. That's all I've got to offer right now in this COVID nightmare. Yeah, everyone, be safe. And uh, check out uh, mutinyradio.fm where we broadcast. Uh, has been doing an underground live comedy show, which they perform outside in the street. And it airs live. So... You can listen to it uh, on Fridays at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And that's that's all I got to really promote. I, I got some things going, but nothing really. Nothing really stand out. Same with my movie, The Thieves Code, available on Vimeo On Demand. And probably the best two minutes of a movie you'll ever see, my scene. And you've got an article online that's current. About me, Mike Spiegelman? Uh, you wrote it. You were the author of an article online. Oh, tell me about it, because I, I, I can't place it. <laughs> oh, darn. I'm not a good friend if I don't remember it. <laughs> no, I don't remember it. Well, you wrote, oh, whatever. So guys, you you wrote an article. You wrote an article. You promoted it twice before on I, the show. I know. And you know one of the reasons why I'm, I'm hedging my bets? It still hasn't been published yet. So uh, when it when it gets on this, I will mention the website. Oh, okay. until then, do not go to do not go to savagehenrymagazine.com, Humboldt County's finest magazine, and what I've been contributing to their printed publication for years. There will be a virtual issue available. Uh, so keep check, keep refreshing it. Do what I do. Here keep refreshing that page. Savage Henry. Oh. Yes, say Savage Henry Magazine. But they call it Savage Henry Independent Times, or S-H-I-T. <laughs> Good one. Good one. Well, uh, that's all I got. Ladies and gentlemen, that's been fantastic. Uh, go to Memo, contribute money to At Muni Radio, keep the station going. Uh, subscribe to our station. Keep safe, keep sane. Uh, Carl, I'm looking forward to next week's movie with you. Yeah, yeah. It's one. To be, I'm going to mark it down. Mark, I'm going to make my marks. I'm going to, okay, I'll think of jokes. Looking forward. Yeah, hey, you know what? We're just going to play the movie. I don't think we're going to do any jokes. Uh, all right, well, that's it. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much. Thank you, audience. Thank you, Carl. We'll see Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Beagleman. It's been over one long year watching movies bad, strange, and weird commentary. Follow me on Twitter. It's Jokes to Carl. Uh, that's the French duh, not the uh, uh, duh, duh. No, 
let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Michael not really Tuesday. It can be any day you want it to be. But for me, it's Tuesday. So welcome. Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've been hearing his name all over the Hey, this week on Bug Out Square, I've, uh, I don't have a clue, man. Um, I, uh, I'm just, just living my life, man, on my own terms, and, uh, going through the, the records, uh, don't really have any fresh contributors or anything, but I got a ton of, uh, good music, so stay tuned, man. Thanks for doing what you got to do to do, and, uh, I will do the rest. Down in the engine house. Sleeping just as still as a mouse Man come along and he chased us out in the rain Was that a vigilante man? Stormy days we'd pass the time away Sleeping in some good warm place Man come along and we give him a little race Was that a vigilante man? Preacher Casey was just a working man And he said, unite all you working men Kill him in the river Some strange man was that a vigilante man Vigilante man Why does a vigilante man Carry that sawed-off shotgun in his hand Would he shoot his brother and sister down down. I rambled around from town to town I rambled around from town to town and they herded us around like a wild herd of cattle Was that the vigilante men? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've heard his name all over the land
Talk about your woman, I wish you could see mine. Talk about your woman, I wish you could see mine. Every time I start loving, she brings eyesight to the blind. I know her daddy got some money, I can tell by the way she walks. I know her daddy got some money, I can tell by the way she walks. Every time she starts shaking, them dumb begin to talk.
is a burning thing And it makes a fiery ring Bound by wild desire I fell into a ring of fire I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames went higher And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire The flames went higher And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire The taste of love is sweet When hearts like ours meet I fell for you like a child But the fire went wild I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames went higher And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames went higher And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire The ring of fire
If you feel that it's real, I'm on trial and I'm here again. Your present like a coin in your mind. I am dented and I'll spend with hot trees on through a glass eye of throne as the one danger zone. Take me to the pilot for control.
that's right. That's uh, that's uh, Neil Young from After the Gold Rush. Um, when you dance, I can really love. You know, it's uh, I can appreciate that. Nothing like a good dance. Hey, it's Bug House Square. It's uh, whatever day you want it to be. Um, it's a little thing we do here on a corner of 21st in Florida in the beautiful mission where it's always flat and sometimes sunny. And uh, today it's uh, oh, it's uh, suspiciously nice. You never, you don't want it to be too nice in December, but it's very nice. It was just, <laughs> it was like a gorgeous day, and uh, it should be. It should be, it should be cold and rainy. So uh, let's hope for some cold and rainy. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, we're all locked down. Um, still doing this from the home and, uh, will be for, uh, for a little bit, but it's okay. I'm kind of dialing in, the uh, the tech here somewhat. Got friends help me out. Steve, thanks so much. Donated me some uh, of his old equipment, uh, because I'm working on, uh, <laughs> I'm working with old, uh, it's fun. I'm a, uh, I'm a tinker, you know, and it's hard uh, for me, like in the uh, Apple community, to tinker really, because I, I don't know, maybe there's people who are like tearing into them and tweaking them and this and that. But uh, I've always been an Apple guy. I just got into it because I had friends who were uh, graphic designers, so they kind of stirred me that way. Um, but uh, you know, I've got old stuff, so I don't. But it's I finally got like a uh, hold of the old programs and everything seems stable. Um, so it's good. So I got the opportunity to do some recording. I got the uh, opportunity to uh, make this recording here to um, contribute to Mutiny Radio's uh, powerful, powerful uh, um, list of, 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 of programming that they have there. And uh, of course, we're always uh, begging for money so if you have the opportunity, if you come through the website, there's a uh, GoFundMe there. Uh, we do it all. We don't have sponsors or anything. We just well, we, we have some sponsors, but not, nothing steady. And we don't, so far, we haven't been in the whole uh, uh, social media uh, monetization business. You know, we it's all just kind of, uh, not that there's people who don't want it. I mean, uh, um, not me personally, but... Uh, anyway, we all we pay our dues, and but if you dig what you hear and uh, want to give a few bucks, there's a GoFundMe uh, icon there to uh, you know get yourself in there. What else is happening? Uh, yeah, uh, the you know COVID is 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 uh, raging. It's raining, raging its pointy head, and. Uh, so, you know, uh, we had a nice Thanksgiving. <laughs> you know, uh, that's, so it was quiet. Uh, just, uh, it was quiet. It was nice. It was nice. Um, the dog's starting to get turkey, though. I'd have made a big turkey, and, uh, and it's like, yeah, in a couple of weeks. I don't think we should be eating that anymore. But the dog loves it. I mean, dogs, they, like, eat, like, roadkill and stuff, so <laughs> they're all right, right? 
it's okay. Um, yeah, aside from that, uh, what else is going? Uh, I don't know. I don't want to get into anything. It's just, uh, um, you know, try to be the best person as you can and uh, help those who can't. So uh, that's all I got to say. Let me grab these records. Uh, we had Elton John. I think this is might even be his first record. Uh, Take me to the pilot. Uh, we had uh, New Order from their uh, Love Vigilantes record. Uh, I don't know when we did up there. Lionel Hampton. We did uh, Dylan Tune. Um, but there wasn't any Lionel. I don't know. It's like one of these things. I bought it for Lionel for some vibes, but. I don't know. I have to question why uh, there were no vibes on that song. Of course, I didn't screen it beforehand, but, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, no matter what shape your stomach's in, this is all uh, the T-bones. Those are all, I think, uh, Wrecking Crew folk. Uh, what song did we do? Um, let's Hang On. No, they're all instrumental, so. Chaka Khan. We did uh, Tell Me Something Good. Uh, before that, the balancing act from the new Campfire songs. We did uh, Wonderful World Tonight, Side One, Cut One. Uh, before that, Yoko Ono from the Double Fantasy. <laughs> I, li- I-, I like her. It's uh, uh, I'm Your Angel. Shit, those are the, those, her songs, <laughs> the best on that record. Uh, David Bowie from the Aladdin Sane. We did another uh, Lady Grinning Soul. Um, Chicago, from their first record, we did I'm a Man. Damn it. I am. I am. Uh, Johnny Cash, we did uh, Ring of Fire. The Beatles, we did <laughs> I Saw Her Standing There. Uh, Bruce Springsteen, from the uh, Greetings from Ashbury Park, we did uh, um, uh, Blinded by the Light, I Got Reprimanded. Apparently that song is owned by someone else. Uh, Mose Allison, uh, Eyesight to the Blind. And we opened up with The Who from the Quadrophenia Love, Rain, or or Me. I'm putting those back. A uh, segment we do here is called Rise from the Basement because it's no lie in the basement. We're miles apart. No surprise, going to rise from the basement. What it is, it's home recordist, any style, any genre. This has to be recorded where you live, where you sleep. Mostly, mostly where you sleep. This is home recordings. What it is, I don't know. You can, it's not rocket science, man. It's, it's home. Hold on, i got to plug these in. All right, let's do this together. Um, this is uh, TC Twitchell. Um, let's see, I'm going to go to his Reverb Nation thing. Um, and then maybe it'll tell us a little about his uh, solid audio. Solid audio, become a fan. Uh, solid audio is working with HQ in Reno, Nevada. Um see uh new home base um let's see we're gonna do um uh 
great unknown, I guess. Uh, no, something left to say. Let's do this one. No. Nope. Signed Anonymous. So this is, if you dig this, look for Solid Audio on uh, uh, Bandcamp. No, Reverb Nation. I'm sorry. Uh, this song is called Signed Anonymous. And touching that, um, it has responded uh that is chasing its tail so it's uh considering my recording <laughs> 